It's Victory Monday here at the Cross Country Mortgage Campus as the Browns won big on Sunday against the Titans 27-3. I'm Jake Malincic and welcome back to From the Podium. Today we have two players and head coach Kevin Stefanski sit down with the media to discuss the big victory over Tennessee. To start the day off, it was the head coach Kevin Stefanski. He discussed the play of quarterback Deshaun Watson and what he saw from the defense after another dominating performance. Okay, uh, you know, got to watch the tape and and really what we saw uh, live was, was really uh, was true. I thought the guys played with outstanding effort, uh, running to the football and defense, uh, really just setting the tone early from the defensive uh, side of the ball. Uh, offensively, made some plays there, uh, moved the ball, uh, came away with points when we needed to, uh, and then you know played a field position game when when it was necessary to play a field position game, but. Like I mentioned yesterday, proud of the effort uh, across the board. And then, you know, got to come back in here and have a great work week as you get ready for an AFC North game. And with that, I'll take any questions. Kevin, the, when I went back and looked at that flea flicker, it, it did go for 14 yards, but you had all five offensive linemen going against pretty much two defenders there for a while. Wow. wow. It looked like it should have went for a lot longer. Why, why didn't it? That's about the reaction I had, Tony, when I watched it. Um, you know, we've run that play before, so it's, that's not something that we, you know, is new. Um, you know, you just got to, it's the guy, kid made a good play. Uh, we, we had blockers out in front, but all you're trying to do is get the guy, get our guys, the ball in space, um, ver various ways to do that. Um, but yeah, it did look like that one, uh, could have been bigger. Hey, Kevin, have you ever seen a two tight ends follow a defensive end from side to side like that? Uh, that no. I haven't. That was a first. I've seen one, uh, but I've never seen two. I mean, you always talk about how teams try to take miles out of the game first. Is that like just an over-the-top example of that? Yeah. <laughs> I would say so. Maybe we'll see three next time. And with Elijah, it looked like you guys made a real effort to get him the ball more. Are you still just trying to figure out the best ways to take advantage of what he does best? Yeah, and I, I think with a lot of our players uh, – you're just trying to get them the ball any which way you can. I think uh, Elijah has a unique skill set. We can line them up outside, inside the backfield. Uh, so all things that we'll continue to explore as the season goes on, you may put different guys back there uh, just to get a, a look. Uh, but he, he does a nice job of handling that package of plays. And then, you know, again, find ways to get our good players the ball. Kevin, back to Miles on, on that split sack that he had, you know, Obo Karanko got in there and was holding Tannehill allowed Miles to get in there. How important have guys like Oboe and Zadarius been to allow Miles Garrett to kind of resurge this year and, and have this kind of performance he's had so far? Yeah, I think it's a good point, Cam. Uh, you know, Miles is a great player. I think everybody knows that, uh, and I know that. Uh, but I think when you add really, really good players, great players around him, uh, it, it only frees him up. Uh, to, to make more plays and and with and it works both ways miles gets a ton of attention that's going to give other guys one-on-one -on -one. so I just think what when you're talking about a rush plan it really does take everybody uh, to execute that and sometimes one guy will get the the glory of the sack another guy will get it the next time and and really the, the pressure is what we're looking for the sacks are great and we want sacks that turn into sack fumbles but the pressure is really what we're looking for and then with Deshaun you mentioned him in his accuracy and his decision-making was a little better. When you look back at it, was there something that stood out to you from yesterday that was maybe a little different than weeks one and two? No, they're all, they're all different games. Uh, you know, I thought he played like we talked about played great. Uh, and I mentioned to you guys yesterday, the pass protection was outstanding. Uh, you know, he had a lot of time back there. 
could get through his progressions, could step into throws. So that, that factors into it uh, considerably. Hey, Kevin, you know, the defense has been questionably dominant for three games, but is it any heartening knowing that takeaways come in bunches? Has he been able to do that? Jim Schwartz said points allowed and takeaways are the two primary with only two takeaways in three games. Yeah, I, I do think uh, that they come in bunches, Fred. Uh, we, we we stress it, we coach it, we we work it at, at practice. Uh, we got to continue to play sound football. And when the opportunities come, whether via interceptions or fumbles, we will, we, we got, we have to be ready. Uh, but I, I really think the, the focus continues just to be, do your job on defense, uh, whether it's fitting a run or, or being in the right spot in a pass drop, that, that's really where our focus is. Hey, Kevin, I wanted to ask about Alex Wright with him getting his first career sack yesterday. I mean, it just seems like he's had to obviously mentally kind of recalibrate being in a different spot on the depth chart with everyone you guys brought in. But just how you think he's handled that and to see him make a play like that yesterday. Yeah, actually, I'm glad you brought him up. He, he made some really, really impactful plays in not a lot of plays. I want to say he was in there for maybe 16 plays or so, but he got his sack. He was playing the run well, uh, running after the quarterback. So he, he's doing a nice job. A, a young player uh, in a talented room, and I think he's only going to grow because of that. I think he's going to learn from all those veterans that he has in there and, and obviously coming off the injury as well, missed some time. But uh, yeah, really excited about where Alex, uh, where his trajectory is going. And then just with your secondary, I mean, I know the pass rush has obviously gotten so much attention, but it just seems like they're playing really well. And that it, does that like just kind of allow Jim then to do all the moving and, and be super aggressive up front the way he has been? Yeah, I, I think that's a good point. I think you look at some of the success that we're having, Russian coverage work together. Uh, when you're able to put pressure on the quarterback and maybe the ball comes out sooner than they want. And if you're sticky in coverage, you're around your guy, you're, you're aware in, in zones. Uh, I think they both work together. Kevin, we saw that you were going to give uh, Nick Chubb a game ball. Were you able to deliver that? I was. I drove out there uh, yesterday, hand delivered him his ball. How's Nick doing? He's doing great. He's, uh, he's excited for the team. He's uh, rehabbing every day. Hey, Kevin, I'm not saying he was not confident before, but how have you seen Jerome Ford's confidence grow now that he has this bigger role? Yeah, I, I, I would just say young player, Jeff, that until you are in that position, until you get those carries and those touches, uh, there's always going to be a party that is, is you know, unsure. So I think for Jerome, put him out there in practice. He, he does it and he does it well and see the same thing in game. So I just think it's like any young player until you've done it, you haven't done it. And I think now, uh, you know, he's really in, entrenched himself in, in a big part of this offense. Okay. Uh, I guess uh, it was reported during the broadcast that Sean has kind of been urging more empty formations. Uh, if that's true, the benefit of doing that, do you feel, is what? And also, is it an easier concession now with Nick not being on the field? You like your best back in the backfield, but now that he's not there, is it a little easier to, to go that way? Yeah, I, I would, I would say we've been an empty a lot uh, in over the course of time, especially in the last couple of years. Uh, that's something that's a big part of what we do. Every game is going to call for a different uh, game plan. So, you know, not giving away trade secrets, but empty is a big part of what we do. Yes. Why is it? Why? Well, I, for various reasons. Um, you know, obviously when you're in empty, you know, you're passing, uh, but trying to find 
completions, uh, clears the, the vision up uh, a lot for the quarterback, clears up who's maybe blitzing. It's easier to see when you spread it out because the nickel, for instance, uh, can't disguise as much when you're maybe in a tighter formation with, with backs in the backfield. After the coach talked, the players were up next. And first up was offensive guard Wyatt Teller. He explained how he's helping teach Dewan Jones every day in practice and how nice it is to see the defense playing so well to complement the offense. Hey, Wyatt, in the video of Kevin after the game handing out the game balls, looked like you had a pretty shocked reaction when you heard the defense only let up 94 yards. Um, just what was going through your head when you heard that? Yeah, that was genuine. I was not expecting to be filmed during that. But, uh, no, I mean, it's, it's impressive. I mean, our defense is playing really well. Um, you know, and it gives us, uh, you know, an attitude on offense too when they're when they're playing well. What's been what's impressed you the most um, from these first three games of the defense? Um, I mean, I'm trying to, you know, go over plays and you know mistakes on the sidelines, so I don't get to watch it as much as I wish. But uh, you know, seeing the line of scrimmage, uh, the way they're playing, um, they're playing fast, they're playing, you know, you know, sound. It's, it's fun to watch, you know, whenever you see a team that, you know, runs the ball as much as um, Tennessee does and, you know, hold them to those uh, numbers. I mean, it's pretty, pretty impressive. Thanks. All right, next we'll go to Daryl. Yeah, Wyatt, um, with the offense yesterday and the success that you were able to have, did, did anything feel different um, as that game went on, especially considering how that first quarter went where it got a little bumpy, but Deshaun and you guys were really able to settle in? Yeah, no, I mean, um, you know, it's hard to score in the NFL. I mean, that's a really stout team. Uh, and, you know, defensive front, that front seven is unbelievable. Um, so, you know, even though I wish we had a little, couple more yards on the on the ground, um, you know, to be able to, uh, to pass the ball we did was good. Um, you know, Deshaun played really well. Um, you know, we protected well. You know, Mari Cooper is, is unbelievable. So, you know, testament to them, um, you know, you know, firing, firing on good cylinders. You know, we just gotta, we just gotta keep it going. You become famous for your down the field pancake blocks, especially you know in the run game. What's different though when you're blocking for a quarterback like Deshaun, who's extending those plays? You gotta go forever. You gotta block, block for affinity. You know, uh, I think there was one play yesterday. Uh, we were on a slide side, and I was just blocking uh, Art Autry and. You know, I'm like, oh, okay, four seconds, about five seconds I'm feeling. You know, it's it's been a little bit of time, and all of a sudden you still see him running and making a play. And it's, you know, he, he's he's strong. Uh, you know, he's, he's, a, he's a big quarterback. So, you know, one arm uh, usually won't take him down. Um, you know, so he's, uh, you know, he's, he's fun to block for. You know, sometimes, you know, you don't know where he's going. So you're like, uh, which way do I block my guy? I got to let go to the side. Um, but you always try to, you know, use your feet to stay in front of the block. Hey, Wyatt, just like, I mean, obviously the last week was an emotional one for you guys with Nick going down and everything. I mean, number one, to, to get the win, but also just what's it been like kind of inserting Jerome in there and, and to see him have success still? Yeah, no, Jerome, uh, Kareem, Pierre, you know, it's it's uh, it's awesome that, you know, or it's sad that we lose Nick, but, you know, awesome that they stepped up. Um, you know, like I said, I wish we had about 100 yards more rushing. That would have been uh, really nice. I know uh, Coach uh, Callahan would have been really – uh, happy about that, but uh, but no, you know we we were able to execute when we needed to, especially you know later on. You know, there's a couple plays that you know I know all the offensive line which they had back. You know, when we had a chance to go into victory formation in the last two minutes, we gotta we gotta be able to do that. Um, you know, we took time off the clock when we needed to. We scored when we needed to. Um, so the execution was there. Third down was good, um, but to be able to uh, you know really 
you know, close it out. But again, that's a really good defensive front. And when you're blocking your one-on-one, there's a chance that, you know, not everybody's going to be perfect. So, it, you know, they stepped up. Um, we just got to, you know, continue. No TFLs, you know, but we were able to be resilient. Um, if we did have a bad play, we were able to, you know, kind of pick it up and, um, you know, make a big play the next play or uh, later that drive. So that was good. And I know we're obviously early in the week here before you guys play Baltimore, but just what you've seen from their defensive front so far and just ending this stretch where you see all three division opponents in the first four weeks. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's a lot of fun, you know, whenever you play the uh, the best of the best. And for some odd reason, we have the best defensive lines in, uh, in football in, in one, uh, one division. So, you know, our work's cut out for us. We have, you know, really good, really good offensive line, and they have a really good defensive line. Um, you know, we just got to be able to, um, you know, like I kind of said, execute. That's a big thing that we have to be able to do um, and, you know, get the run game going because that, that makes everything else work. Anyway, it's a two-part question. What are um, some of the intricate things um, that you go through working ne- next to a new right tackle in Dewan Jones? Yeah, I mean, I feel like, uh, you know, just the past couple weeks, you know, getting that Ohio State jargon out of there, and getting that uh, Cleveland Browns jargon in, you know, it's uh, it's it's not easy. Um, you know, I could not imagine, you know, coming from college and playing. You know, I did start, but I think it was like the the ninth game or something like that. So I had a lot of time to learn the playbook, learn the learn the um, you know the you know communication, code words, all this different stuff. But you know, he's he's working his butt off. He's you know he's he's smart. You know, he's playing he's playing hard. Um, that's all you can really ask for. You know, you just got to be able to, uh, you know, sometimes I'll say something, he'll say something else. And I'm like, that must be something from Ohio State. I don't know what, what that call is, but, uh, you know, kind of, kind of just be able to, um, you know, play off each other and, you know, play at a high level. And so the second part, then you kind of answered, but how, how has he played? How have you seen him improve in these two and a half games? Yeah. I mean, we, the last three weeks, I mean, obviously we lost to the Steelers, but you know, that was, a weird, crazy play at the end of the game. I mean, we as bad as we played, you know, as as a, as a group, you know, I gave up a sack early on, which I know gets in, you know, quarterback's head, gets in my head. I mean, it, it, you know, we're all human. Um, but, you know, be able to, uh, you know, handle that front, that team, and then, you know, it was just a, you know, crazy play at the end of the game that, uh, that kind of, you know, lost us that game. But at the same time, you know, we had a chance to win in the fourth quarter. We just got to take advantage of that. And, you know, he's, uh, he's playing hard. He's learning all the stuff, you know, uh, you know, I would, I would say that this is not an easy job uh, to, to do, especially against TJ. And now, uh, you know, he's played, um, you know, really good, good DNs. Everybody has a good DN and, you know, this week is, is no different. So, you know, as long as he's willing uh, to, you know, study, be ready to go and, Everything, that's all I can ask for. Well, you mentioned it earlier, but I wanted to ask about that attitude you talked about. We know Jim Schwartz says he wants the defense to play with passion and swag. Yesterday we saw Deshaun and Kevin Stefanski chest bump, Amari Cooper celebrating in the end zone. Is playing with that same passion and swag the defense is kind of preaching something that's important to you guys on the offense as well? Yeah, Coach Stefanski chest bump someone? That's crazy. I would never never guess that one. But, uh, but no, um, yeah, no, it, it's – Seeing the defense do what they're doing, you know, we go against them every day in practice, so we know I I can tell you how good that 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 defensive line is. You know, the linebackers, the DBs, it's a stout team. Um, to be able to do what they've been doing, um, you know, like I said, they they gave us every opportunity. If we don't, you know, spot the Steelers seven points, you know, I think that we really it's not even close in the fourth quarter. Um, but you know, they, you know. 
they hold them to three and outs and, you know, you know, you got to be able to run the ball. You got to be able to, you know, run action, play action. Um, you know, if you got to drop back and go into empty, whatever it takes to, you know, to win the game. Um, and that's kind of that swag. I wouldn't say as offensive linemen, we have swag, but you know, it is, uh, it's, you know, whenever you're, you know, sharpening that iron, you're, you're, um, you know, beating, beating the other guys up, you know, it's, uh, there is a little bit of swag there, and you know, you obviously you see the defensive line doing that to other teams, and you're like, all right, you know, if we have to deal with that in practice, we can, we can, we can handle the best of them. Hey Wyatt, um, obviously Kareem Hunt back in that game. How fun was it to see him kind of out there running like the old Kareem Hunt, trying to hurl guys and and all of that? Yeah, with reckless abandon. No, he was uh, he was good. Um, you know. Kareem runs extremely hard and, you know, he plays passionately, you know, he's going to be talking smack to you, to the guy that's lining up on you. It's, it's awesome. It's, it's, it's such a good time when he's, uh, when he's firing up the uh, defensive line, you're like, Hey, I got to block that guy. So can you not yell at him please? But um, no, it was, uh, he, he's, he's, you know, ball of energy. And, you know, when it comes to the game, you know, he's, you know, he's all about, you know, winning and um, being a good teammate. So, you know, I'm thankful for that. Um, you know, it, it's sad what happened to Nick, but, you know, for him to come back and, uh, you know, he made, he made a joke. He was like, gosh, you know, those hits that, you know, it don't, you don't, you don't feel as bad when you're watching the game from the couch, you know, it's, it's, you don't hurt as bad the next day. I was like, yeah, you know, I, I bet that would be uh bet that'd be so, but, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's focused, he's locked in, you know, once, um, you know, not playing for a little bit and then getting back into it, you know, I know that he's rearing to go. And then I, I know you guys are probably haven't really started a whole lot on Baltimore yet, but uh, you know you were lockered real close to Jadavion Clowney, so is there some excitement to kind of get to go against him this week? Yeah, JD's my guy. He's a hell of a player. Um, you know, I know that he uh, he's gonna show up and play a little bit harder just because you know we're uh, we're a past team, it's a revenge game for him. Um, but you know, respect to that team, they're they're a hell of a team. Um, we just gotta you know play well, execute, and if we can do that, you know. We're a hard team to beat. Hey, Wyatt, I'm just curious. Uh, Deshaun had a kind of a shaky first quarter a little bit there and then really blew up in the second, third, and, of course, in the second half. What did you see in his demeanor and into the flow of the game in the huddle on the line that really excelled Deshaun to what we were hoping to see out of him? What Was there a, a particular moment that changed that you saw, or was, what, what made him or what changed in his progression yesterday? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I'm not a very aware person, but usually I'm so focused on who I'm blocking and the scheme of what we're doing. I'm not really, you know, noticing uh, that that stuff. You know, I'm I'm more focused on the nitty gritty. You know, what the line, where the linebackers are, what personnel we're in. But um, you know, he was, you know, he he was rearing to go. You know, he was he was he was ready to go. Um, you know, making passes. You know. Amari making catches, you know, drawing fouls. You know, there was a little bit of a, you know, energy that came to it. And then our defense playing really well. Um, you know, I guess that's that swag we talk about. But, uh, you know, kind of having that little bit of energy and, you know, um, you know, being ready to being ready to go. You know, it's I, I don't really notice if he's like, hey, let's go. Guy. You know what I mean? I, <laughs> to me, it's like he says that every time. So I don't I don't know. But uh, when we do start executing, it's, it's a good feeling. To wrap things up for the day, a short day at the podium. It was safety Juan Thornhill. He talked about what he saw from Miles Garrett and his big game on Sunday and looked forward to how tough of a matchup Lamar Jackson will be next weekend in Cleveland. Hey, Juan, I know you had huge expectations for this defense. Is this is how it's playing out what you envisioned? Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, like I've been talking about it since I first got here. Like I see the pieces each and every day, just seeing the talent that we have. And it's finally like coming together and the world is starting to see it. Like 
um, guys are making a lot of plays and and everyone is starting to recognize what we're really capable of. You know, you guys have been on the field for so few plays every week. Um, just how different is that? Like how different does it feel? Does your body feel better the next day? And how important is that to the overall success, getting the ball back to your offense as quickly as you guys do? I mean, it's great. Honestly, when you're not playing a lot of snaps, that means you're getting three and outs, making them punt the football. And it definitely helps on your body. Like you're playing, let's say, 50 plays a game and you're not having to make as many tackles. So um, you're more fresh going into the next week. Um, but also when you can play less plays, that means the offense has more opportunities to make plays and that allows us to get more points up, up on the board. Hey Juan, um, I know you you know you guys have just not even probably really gotten into the Baltimore preparation, but you know you've you've seen Lamar a number of times before in your career. What what's the challenge that you, especially in the, in the back end of the defense, have to worry about when you're facing a guy like that? And and off of that, you guys play with this aggression you talk about. How much is there a balance between aggr playing aggressive? And playing smart where, you know, a guy like Lamar can, you know, kind of capitalize on if you're too aggressive. I mean, if you got a quarterback that can that can throw the ball and run it, it's always going to make it a lot more difficult on the defense. Um, most teams, when they have a quarterback like that, they tend to slow down a little bit. But our goal is to not slow down, just to keep keep playing as fast as we, we've been playing. But for the secondary, um, that might just add one thing to, to us that we have to, like, you know, look for is that that QB run game. So um, we're excited for the challenge, and I, I think we'll be ready for it. Uh, yeah, uh, one coach was telling us that uh, that he delivered a game ball to Nick Chubb. So just wondering, you know, from you, how cool was it for you guys to to go out and win that first game uh, without Nick Chubb, that first full game without Nick. And then how how cool was it for you guys to be able to, or for coach to be able to give him the the game ball and show appreciation like that? You know, like a lot of people was probably like, they were really bummed about losing Nick. And, um, you know, is the natural thing to do is to like panic a little bit. Cause you know, Nick, he's a big part of this team. Like our offense, they relied on him big time um, and not having him. It's just like, you have like some questions sometimes, but it was great being able to get out there and get a win for Nick. Um, we're still praying for him. Hopefully, hopefully he recovers well. Um, but it was pretty cool that Coach actually kept Nick in his thoughts and gave him that game ball. And real quick, too, um, now that you've gotten a chance to see Miles Garrett, you know, a front row seat to what Miles is all about, uh, what what are your thoughts on just what he's all about? I mean, everyone knows about Nick. Like, when I was in Kansas City, I knew a little bit about him. I didn't watch him too much, but every single time I turn on like a clip, he's he's on there some kind of way making a play. But now that I'm playing next to him, just like being able to watch him work each and every day is is incredible. Like he's so much better than what I thought. And that's that's crazy to say. Um, like teams are trying to scheme to like to block him. If you got two or three guys trying to block one guy. And he's still beating it. Like, I don't really know what you can do to to stop a guy like him. Um, but I just hope that Nick keep I mean that um Miles just keep it going, you know. Uh hopefully he can get four sacks next time instead of three and a half. Hey Juan, I mean, you guys in the secondary have had, you know, your share of injuries already. You had to miss the first game. Greg's obviously been out, but it, it just seems like the guys coming in that you're not really skipping a beat, I guess what's, what's allowed you guys to still have success, even with key players, you know, battling injuries here early. You know, um, 
with me, I feel like everyone's a starter. Like you might not be the one that's starting the game, but everyone's literally one or two plays away. If you're dressed out, one guy can go down. You have to be able to step in and, and make a play that 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 first guy would make. Um, but I think that Coach Coach Schwartz, he just helps us out with that big time. You know, he pushes us each and every day, and he holds everyone accountable the same the same exact way. You know, even if you're a, a third corner or a third safety, he expects you to get in there and know what you're doing and do it to a high level. And what do you think, like, I mean, you're one of the new guys, obviously, on this defense, and there's a handful of you. What's, like, allowed you guys to gel really well as a defense? And, I mean, it just seems like everyone's bought into Jim Schwartz's philosophies here. What's allowed that? I mean, it's hard not to buy in, you know? Like, if you're a part of a defense that's not really successful, not making any plays, you you start questioning some things. But uh, with this defense that we're in, obviously it's showing that uh, guys are making a lot of plays. So it's easy to buy in. Um, You just got to keep playing, like, each and every week, like, for the guy next to you. Yeah, Juan, uh, what has made you guys so successful on third downs? I don't think I've ever seen a defense allow opponents to convert less than 20% on third down. Um. It's simple, honestly. Like uh, we talk, like we meet as a as a a unit, like discussing third downs, finding ways we can get off the field because that's that's the money down. That's what we talk about each and every week, um, and we we hold ourselves to a high standard. Like each and every day, like um, we talk about not giving up a catch, like on third down or giving up a, a first down or something like that. So um, literally, just holding ourselves accountable, working hard at it at practice. That's pretty much all it, all it is. And one of the key moments in yesterday's game really seemed to be after the turnover, that first red zone series that you guys had to defend, and then you pushed them back nine yards and and forced a field goal. Just take, if you could, just, you know, that sequence, how important was that? And what did that tell you uh, about you guys as a defense there when you're put in such a tough spot like that? You know, like we always want points from our offense, but, you never know. Like it's football. You could turn the football over, but we really don't care about what the offense do. Honestly, um, you just got to attack it. Like I don't care if the ball's at the one yard line, you got to go out there just trying to eliminate points any way possible. So that's what we did. We just went out there and attacked it and, and the ball somehow just, they lost nine yards, you know, just playing hard and, and getting in the backfield. Hey, Juan, there's quite a few new guys on this defense. You, Dalvin, a bunch of others. Are you surprised at all that you guys have come together so quickly? Oh, no, not at all. Like, I mean, we've been here multiple hours together, you know, um, OTAs. I mean, it was a little slow when we when we first came together just because we have to learn the defense, got to know your teammates. But I feel like we've been doing a really good job, like hanging out outside the facility. That's that's what's allowing us to play so much better because we know our teammate. And it just makes you want to play. Uh, better for the guy next to you when he's basically your brother and not just a teammate. Hey, Juan, kind of off of that one um, with those new guys, you guys have said you bought into Jim Schwartz and the scheme and what he wants you guys to do, but about your specific skill sets, is there something that stands out to you as this is what complements each other so well on each level of the defense? It seems like there's a lot of things working well from the defensive line to the linebackers, corners and safeties. What stands out to you about that? You know, with some coaches, they, basically just have their scheme and then they just stick to what they do. But with coach Schwartz is what I learned is that he, he calls plays to basically in our favor. Like if 
for example, if I'm a really good cover guy, he's going to put me in situations where I'm going to cover. Like if you look at Grant, he's really good at working in the box. So he's going to find a way to put Grant down in the box. He's putting us in the right positions to make plays. Hey, Juan, everyone's talking about that um, the end of the half play that Miles made, obviously with the sack and then sending the Titans away with no points. But the play before that was you out in the flat making that tackle. How big was that? Um, making that first big play as a Cleveland Brown in Cleveland Brown Stadium. How'd that feel for you? I mean, it was nice, honestly. Like, I didn't really think too much about it. Like, I was just trying to do my job, and the ball just came my way, and I made a tackle, and I just heard the crowd go crazy. So, I mean, I just had to celebrate with it and bring a little bit of swag. Um, but it definitely did, like, feel good to finally, like, make a play um, and the fans be able to cheer for you. Like, that's pretty much all I can say about that. Hey, Juan, I got two real quick ones. What of all the good stats that the defense has put together, do you have a favorite and what is it? Um, my favorite is obviously points. You know, not not giving the offense the opportunity to step in it in the end zone is is huge. And then when you see Miles go back and forth and the two tight ends follow him and then they gotta burn that timeout, like what are you thinking when you're watching that? I mean, the guy's freak. And you know, like if you have to have two guys protect him, like I said, like it's hard to stop it. Like he's just I mean, his IQ is at another level because I never would have thought about doing something like that. And I I thought it was something that was called in the defense, but I guess it wasn't. He was just saying that they were just trying to double team and he just kept running back and forth just to play games. And I'm starting to see this. That's something that Miles like to do because like the past, uh, I think the last home game, he was doing the like the basketball crossover. So I think he's just one of those guys to like, he likes to get in there and just have fun with it at the same time. That's today's From the Podium podcast. You can like and subscribe today to From the Podium wherever you get your podcasts if you want to find more episodes. Be sure to check out the Browns on social media, youtube.com slash Browns and the Cleveland Browns mobile app to get all the updates from the Browns 27-3 win over the Tennessee Titans. I'm Jake Malensic. Thanks so much for listening to the Browns From the Podium podcast. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.